Hey, y'all, Pastor Amel here with another episode of Sweet Jesus. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Ice cream is sweet, but Jesus is far, far sweeter. Music is sweet, but music that points to Jesus is even sweeter. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. It's been a long time since I've done a Tuesday Tunes and I have had so many songs just rattling around in my bread and in my uh, head, and I just keep thinking, you know, I have got to sit down and do another Tuesday Tunes and talk about this, but, you know, my schedule has just been uh, not quite what I had originally intended for Tuesdays. Uh, it's kind of become a mess, and, and so it's hard to get in here. But I uh, got to get in here today. And I would love to talk to you about a song from my favorite band ever, Need to Breathe, and their latest album, Out of Body. This is the first song on that album. It's called Mercy's Shore. And it's just a a great song. Uh, Musically, it's it's great. and lyrically, it's it's fantastic, and it just really, it's the kind of song that when you're having just a bad day or you're exhausted and tired, I mean, it's, it's just the perfect song to give you a little bit of hope, uh, keep you looking forward a little bit, and thinking about the wonderful things that God has in mind for us. It, it reminds you to not work so hard in some ways and not own a lot of the burdens of this world and to trust in God and and trust in his guiding hand throughout your life and and ultimately guiding us on to a wonderful wonderful future an eternity of peace and rest and and rest in his presence and in his care but uh, if you haven't heard the song I'm going to do my best, I guess, to get it. Get a uh, copy of a link to a YouTube video or something in the description and/or the comments. I was having a little trouble trying to do that earlier, but uh, we'll see if we can get something like that going because it's a great song. And let's take a look at some of the lyrics here. Starts out, my arms are tired and weary. These wounds are on full display. And I've tried every door in the hallway. There's just nowhere that I feel safe. I don't know if you've felt like that yourself. Like you're trying to get somewhere. You're you're swimming uh, is actually where he kind of goes with this. And, And your arms are tired and weary. And your wounds, your brokenness, your failures, it's its on full display. Everybody can see. And you've tried every door in the hallway. You've tried every single opportunity, every possibility, all these different uh, paths that are presented. But none of them really get you to this place of rest. Uh, St. Augustine is a 4th, uh, 5th century father of uh, you know in the in the church church fathers kind of what they refer to some of these guys as and he's got this saying you know our hearts are restless until they find their rest in thee so until we 
find our rest in God, we're going to keep being restless. We're going to keep needing to try every door in the hallway, trying to find safety, trying to find rest. And uh, I, I think that quote from Augustine is really kind of something that might help frame the entire song. Uh, but here he is. His arms are tired and weary. Wounds are on full display. Tried every door in the hallway. Just nowhere that you feel safe. I don't know if you've ever felt like that, but uh, I certainly have. And even knowing Jesus, you know, there are days where, like, you, you just lose that. You, you lose that focus. You lose that uh, sense of safety and rest in Christ. And you're, or you're, you're in some ways forced back into it. Because you realize you've trusted in some of these things. You've, you've tried to find safety in some of these things like government or, you know, your, your country, your nation, your political leaders. You've tried to, f- tried to find it in a career. You've tried to find it in a spouse, in family, in friends, You've tried to find it in a church family even, right? And sometimes that's not even safe, actually. Oftentimes that's the case, unfortunately. And uh, we've talked a little bit about that in the past, but I'm sure we all know somebody that, that that's the case, right? Even church is not safe. There are issues with wealth, right? There's no safety even in wealth. There's no safety in fame. There, there's no safety in the accolades of the crowds. There's no safety in, gosh, I don't know, education. There's no safety in having a good reputation. There's no safety in any of the doors in the hallway. There's just nowhere that I feel safe. That's kind of the, the, the start of this song. And, of course, I would say the only pl- safe place is in the hands of Jesus. Um, but I guess we can probably wind up talking about that at some point. So He continues, I see the light. This is the chorus. I see the light, but never find the surface. I don't know if I can swim no more. White knuckles and wild horses one day will wash up mercy's shore one day will wash up on mercy's shore and i i don't know if you feel that way either i mean this is uh maybe you feel this way also that where, where you kind of see something you sense something you you know it's close and and you're trying to get there but you never quite get there right you see the light but never find the surface you're seeing you're seeing the destination you're seeing where you're trying to get to you're seeing the hope and and your your the prize whatever it is right but you never quite get there i think that's again this our hearts are restless until they find their rest in the um i don't know if i can swim no more right you're just exhausted you're wiped out you're ready to give up swimming try, try and find the surface trying to find that light white knuckles and wild horses one day will wash up on mercy's shore and the idea there i think is we're trying so hard to prove ourselves. We're, we're trying so hard to attain something, to achieve something. We're trying so hard to get there on our own, and one day we're going to wash up on mercy. Sure, right? One day it, it, it's this Im, it, 
incredible act of grace, this this being wrapped in the arms of God, and and He is bringing us on to the goal that He has, the the the, the eternal future that He has in mind for us. Right, we're just gonna wash up like like driftwood on the shore, kind of like we're trying so hard for all these different things, and God just loves us, and He's so faithful. And, and, you know, if we would just trust him, you know, we wouldn't be exhausting ourselves. We wouldn't be wearing ourselves out. We wouldn't be uh, so frustrated. One day we'll wash up on mercy's shore. Right? A lot of the stuff that we're getting so frustrated with and anxious about and uh, exhausted by, in the end it's not nearly as important as we think. One day, God, you know, God's got this plan. He's got this future. It is going to happen, no doubt about it. The victory has been won. Jesus has uh, been crucified. He is risen. He is ascended. He is coming. And when he comes, when he returns, man, it's going to just be amazing. It's going to be awesome. <clears throat> I'm lost in the waves that crush me. They bring discovery where darkness hides just over the ridge in front of you, another mountain that you'll have to climb. I'm, I've been kind of struggling with this particular one, like what exactly is going on here? And, you know, with music, with lyrics, with good art, creativity, you know, I'm not sure that there's one answer to this, but I'm lost in the waves that crush me. You know, these things that, um, I mean, I mean, life just beats us up and we get caught in some of these things that are throwing us around and, um, you know, we're trying to find our way. We're maybe fighting against the current in some ways or, or we're not paying attention. I don't know if you've ever had your back to the water at the beach. You, you had your back to the waves coming in and you just kind of get shocked by Whoa, there's a there's a wave and wasn't anticipating that, but holy cow, did that wipe me out. Uh, they bring discovery where darkness hides. I, I think uh, maybe he's getting at here the, the waves are, you know, partly what's drawing us to Mercy's shore, right? The waves are kind of pulling us to the shore. They bring discovery, right? So some of the trials and difficulties that seem pointless are actually the ways that God is perhaps bringing discovery, you know, helping us see how we're striving for things that don't matter. You know, when things are taken from us that we thought were ultimate things, that they were the the most important things, you know, God is helping us to see that they're not by sometimes taking them from us. Uh, they bring discovery where darkness hides. So darkness hides things. and uh, Or where darkness is hiding, the darkness in our hearts, is, is kind of how I would, uh, I guess, initially have gone. So the waves are bringing discovery about things that darkness typically hides. And, uh, you know, that's important. Uh, the I know just personally the times I've been most exhausted and most worn out and most beaten up by challenges and suffering are the moments that have ultimately brought about 
the greatest discovery for me, the greatest realization of the inclinations of my heart, the attitudes of my heart, the idols of my heart, the things that, you know, I thought were God, really. You know, like, oh, yeah, I believe in God and all that kind of stuff, but really this thing was the most important thing to me. Well, you know, one way to think about this is, you know, if something happens, identical identical thing happens to you and to, and to someone else maybe that you know, right? Usually a bad thing. And one of you is sort of, you know, upset by it or whatever. Maybe you don't get a job or, or uh, you don't, get a a get to go on a vacation or you don't get to the right i don't know the right set of circumstances don't come together in your life you don't get the house you want the job you want the the car you want the the kids you want right something happens with your kids your spouse you don't get the spouse you want right it turns out something happens something uh, bad and, and challenging and Think about what happens to somebody else that you know that the same thing happens to, right? If it bothers them, right, because it's a bad thing, of course it's going to hurt, it's going to be miserable, it's terrible, but it destroys you, devastates you, what's the difference? You know, where where do you need to be pursuing discovery? Where is darkness hiding in your heart that, that is making it such a, devastating blow and i i've kind of gone back and forth you know I, actually there's one uh sister in christ i remember one time said something like why lord help me understand why this bothers me so much so sort of a prayer a request of god hey god this is really messing with me why what's wrong with me that it bothers me so much and i think that's what happens when we suffer that's what happens the brokenness in our lives. We love things that we love more than God, and we should love God more than those things. That's almost always <laughs> one of the things going on there. Uh, but then why? You know, why Why is that so important? And, and you can start to pursue some of the lies of Satan, right? So, so Satan's telling you things like, you have to have this. This is most important. Well, you remember this. You remember what that person said. You remember what this ha- thing that happened to you. You need this. This has to be this way or else. And that's not usually the case. right? And so brokenness brings discovery where darkness hides. As the waves crush us, they bring discovery where darkness hides. And actually, I'm not sure I had that all that clear until I started talking about it. I've been working on that for a long time. And then just over the ridge in front of you, another mountain that you'll have to climb. right? So it's like this endless pursuit of the the, the the fruit of the Spirit, this endless pursuit of God's work in our hearts, our minds, our lives, this idea maybe, I don't know if this is what they're intending to say or not, but, you know, sometimes I feel like, wow, again, Lord? <laughs> like, am I still messing this up? Am I still loving this thing more than I love you? Am I still idolizing something? Do I still have these false gods? I still have these things that do devastate me. And I just got over this one mountain, and oh, goodness gracious, here's another one. Am I really going to have to 
climb this other mountain. Have you, I don't know if you've ever had that experience. You just finished getting through one big thing, and then it's another thing. Oh, man, that's, uh, it can be so tough, so tough. And then the chorus again. I see the light but never find the surface. I don't know if I can swim no more. White knuckles and wild horses one day will wash up on mercy's shore. One day will wash up on mercy's shore. All this hard work, this you know, white knuckling it, right? And wild horses, right? These untamed beasts as crazy and as stubborn and and rebellious as we can be. One day we're going to wash up on mercy's shore. One day we will wash up on mercy sure the grace of God will bring us to this ultimate hope, this ultimate goal, this ultimate future, and all the striving and everything that uh, you know in some ways may have been what God wanted out of us that uh, he he wants us to strive to to be the people he desires us to be he wants us to strive to overcome those mountains and 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 to swim to the surface and to discover where uh, darkness has hidden. Uh, but that's not what our eternity depends upon. Our eternity depends upon the grace of God in our Lord Jesus Christ. So, uh, but man, we are so rebellious. It, it is an endless work, right? We, If it were up to us, we would be swimming forever. We would be trying to find the service. We would be going to more doors. We would be trying all these different things. But thank God that one day we'll wash up on Mercy's shore. And and here's this great image. He says, we're a child in the car asleep in the driveway at night. Our mother's going to slowly sneak our bodies inside. We can rest in the arms of trust. There's no way that we can say we've earned our way into light. All we have to do is stay. Oh, man. Stay in the light. We're a child in the car asleep in the driveway. I don't know if you've had kids. They fall asleep in the car and you got to bring them inside and you kind of want to do it in a way that doesn't disturb them. You want them to stay asleep. And that protection, that care, that you know, somebody's doing it for you. right? You need somebody else. I need somebody else. We need somebody else to, to scoop us up out of the car, carry us to our bed, put us to sleep. Yeah, it's just a beautiful picture of, of God's grace. And then resting in the arms of trust. You know, most of the time my kids, when, when we've had that happen, they don't they don't get all squirmy. Uh, maybe uh, every once in a while, just because they really don't want to be asleep for whatever reason, right? Uh, or they want to do it themselves. But usually they can't. They're just like half asleep. That's the thrashing of uh, you know, toddlers and, and up, I guess. And... He's just going to sneak our bodies inside like a mother going to sleep slowly sneak our bodies inside. We can rest in the arms of trust. 
There's no way we can say we've earned our way into the light. There's nothing about this exhausting life, uh, this exhausting uh, quest to resist the the evil and brokenness of the world, to fight against the, the pain and suffering and evil and brokenness in the world. That's not what saves us. In the end, it's completely the grace of God. And so we're in the light. All we have to do is stay in the light. And actually, that's uh, there's a passage in John chapter 3. It's a pretty popular chapter in the Bible. We've got, you know, no one can be saved, see the kingdom of heaven unless they're born again. What does this mean? Nicodemus and Jesus. And then Jesus gets us to probably the most famous passage of the Bible. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. But then right after that, I think it starts in verse 19, 20, 21. There's this idea that Jesus begins to uncover, this idea that this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world. And maybe I'll just actually pull it up to you. I I literally just read this earlier today, uh, that light has come into the world. And unfortunately... People love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil, right? So there's this idea that in the light, everything is seen. But there are some people that don't like everything to be seen, right? Um, what is it? I think that's in the very first verse. These wounds are on full display, right? So that's in the very first verse, second line of the song. right? So in the light, you are exposed, but but listen to the rest of this. And this is the judgment. The light is coming to the world. The people love the darkness rather than the light because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Right. So in the light, we see the brokenness. We see the pain. We see the wounds. We see the, the sources of our guilt and shame and, and, and so many other things. But we also see what God has done with them, what God has done in and through them. That's that last verse of that section there. Whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. And, and of course, here he's talking about, you know, we haven't earned our way into the light. All we have to do is stay. All we have to do is not run from the light, not run from what may be exposed in the light, but recognize that the light exposes the fact that we can't do it, but that Christ has done it and that it's it's his work that ultimately justifies us, his work that ultimately uh, says that we are in, that we are worthy, that we count all these things. So stay in the light. It can be painful. It can be embarrassing, and it tests our faith it, it it tests whether or not we really love something else more right our reputation or something else in this world it it tests all those things but ultimately it is far better to stay in the light <laughs> jesus crucified risen ascended coming and we've got the chorus again see the light but never find the surface I don't know if I can swim no more. White knuckles and wild horses 
One day we'll wash up on mercy's shore. Now the end. I've been battling a broken heart. Everybody knows I'm torn apart. Since I was eight years old, and I thought that God was a girl in my school. We can wind up on a sandy beach, breathe an air that only death can reach, and singing songs that only heaven leaves, it's okay with me. And God is wanting us to make believe, but knowing something is only a dream like the absolutes and the in-betweens are out of line. Sometimes intertwined behind a mind in lines and fights that only fools are still trying to fight. And so here, I think the song kind of comes together, even though as you listen to that, if, you, if you're not looking at the words, you kind of lose track of some of what's going on there. He, it's kind of a interesting epilogue almost to the song. It's di- kind of the music changes, it's disconnected from... I think there may actually be more of an acapella feel to it. And uh, I've been battling a broken heart. Everybody knows I'm torn apart since I was eight years old, and I thought that God was a girl in my school. I don't know what that's about exactly, other than to say that, you know, like there are people that we think are God. We may not say that, but there are people in our lives. There are things in our lives that we think are ultimate things that are those most important things. And... uh He's been torn apart since that, right? But we can wind up on a sandy beach, breathing air that only death can reach, and singing songs that only heaven leaves. It's okay with me. Now, you know, death can reach. Yeah, there's this idea that at death we experience heaven, right? We are with Christ. Uh, but I actually think the ultimate joy, the, the Bible points to the ultimate joy is not death. It's actually life. It's it's what happens on the other side of death when Jesus returns and raises the dead and reunites our body and souls again. But, but there's also a sense in which we need to die now. Not maybe physically completely, but we need to die to some of these passions and desires. We need to die to some of these other false gods. Uh, die to these ideas that are in our mind, in our heart, and uh, and like he says here near the end, uh, a mind in lines and fights that only fools are still trying to fight. So this idea that uh, most of our exhaustion is in fights and, and in all kinds of things that don't need to be fought or or not with the intensity, not with the the stakes that we often fight them that in the end we might actually be better, we might be less exhausted if we just recognize that only fools are still fighting those fights. Only fools still think those things are what determine our future. In the end, it's that trust, that idea, that picture of God, our our Heavenly Father carrying us in from the car late at night. We've fallen asleep, and, and, and one of these days we are just going to wake up on that sandy beach breathing air that... Uh, you know, isn't something that can be touched or, or manufactured by anything in this world. And singing songs that only heaven leaves. So uh, 
I don't know, if you're having a rough day, if you're having a long day, if you're struggling, if you feel exhausted, if you've got all kinds of fights that you feel you're fighting and and you think everything depends on them and, and you've tried every door, rest. Rest in Jesus. Rest in the finished work of Jesus. Rest in his arms. Remember that our souls are indeed restless and they will continue to search for an answer to that restlessness. But though our souls are restless, they are only restless until they find their rest in Jesus. That's another reason that Jesus is so sweet and why songs like this that point to Jesus are so, so sweet. I hope this has been helpful. Uh, It's actually been really helpful for me in lightning, trying to figure out some of the things that are going on in here. But I just know that every time I hear that song, I am just so blessed by it. And I hope you are too. And I hope I can get that link in the description or on the Facebook and Instagram posts. But uh, holy smokes, crank it up. Turn it on, crank it up, rock out to it uh, many, many times. I mean, I can listen to this thing on repeat. And uh, until next time, let me know if you got any songs. Uh, I'm going to keep trying to get some of these Need to Breathe songs out there from this new album. It's a it's a great, great album. Uh, but if I can get some others, that would be fantastic as well. God bless you. Hope to catch up with you real, real soon. Remember, ice cream is sweet, but Jesus is far sweeter. Catch you later. Bye.